On today's deep dive number five, how to manage your time effectively. Cue title sequence. 30 minute music marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for DIY artists and independent musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Thanks for tuning in from wherever you're doing so, whether you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, or maybe, I'll say this in a very sultry voice, listening to us on our podcast, which is available wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Or maybe they're even watching it on the website. Uh, oh, yes, uh, which is 30minutemusicmarketing.com. Unsurprising. How do they think of these URLs? So um, this is one of our deep dives. So we're not specifically talking about marketing per se, but it's all the other things that are associated and all the problems you might encounter, the topics if you are a DIY artist or independent musician. And for the first time ever, we've had a bit of correspondence in terms of what we're going to talk about today. Yes, uh, Donna Marie Songs. Hello, Donna. Hi. Hello, Donna. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show, also a colleague in the studio, but also a very, very busy. Very, very busy musician, musician. is Donna. Uh, She's multi instrumentalist. Got fingers in, lots of fingers in pies. And she asked, and I'm going to have to turn around to look at the screen. He's too. very professional, I isn't am. he? It's, it's almost like the, the, the reverse of auto cue. All right. How do you focus all your time? Well, how do you focus your time to do all the things that Sheldon and I talk about to help market your music. Yes, yeah, so in other words, people like me say, oh, you need to be posting on your socials and you need to be videoing your gigs and you need to be writing all your press releases and you need to be looking for uh, Spotify playlists to, uh, to get on. So it, it's almost a curse being a DIY musician because back in the old days, you were signed to a label and the label would do all that stuff for you. They'd have mm. their own marketing department. They'd get a, 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 a PR firm in to do all that, all that sort of thing. And basically because, you know, it is DIY, you've got to do it yourself. How do you, as an, a, a private individual, how do you actually get round to actioning all the things that you need to do? So as much as I'm sure many musicians would like it to be like the old days where you just did the fun stuff, uh, we are, Sheldon today is going to help us, Hello. guide us through how to manage our time effectively to do the stuff that you might not think is fun, but actually could turn out to be quite fun in the end. It could be, you know, if, if, you, if you're successful at the end of it. Well, first off, I think what you've got to do is you've got to approach it with the right frame of mind. So first off, you have to be mindful of the fact that you are going to have to do a lot of work between now and the end of whatever project that you're currently working on. So you need to be comfortable with having a hard work ethic and working a lot of the time and be comfortable with the fact that you're... <sighs> It is well. Are you comfortable with the fact that that you are going to have to do a lot of boring, administrative sitting at a computer, not playing your instrument, not singing into a microphone? Are you okay with that? Are you okay with putting in the graft and almost seeing the work that you're going to do as a as a badge of honour? And if if not, can you get into that mindset whereby no, you know, I'm going to roll my sleeves up now and I'm going to you know I'm going to smash this. 
question I was going to ask you, Shardin, is how much of a social life do you actually have? I have no social life. The current musical project that, that I've been doing for the past 12 years has meant that pretty much I have no free time whatsoever whenever I'm not um, at my day job, which I do for three and a half, four days a week. Whenever I get in, I obviously have to do the prescribed stuff that I have to do. You know, around the house as much as possible. God bless my uh, my my fantastic wife who uh, who helps out as much as possible. But as soon as I get in, I've got to go on the computer and I've got to work. And you know, and I'm happy with that. I'm happy actually making that sacrifice because that is getting me closer to my goal and to to where I want to be. So you, I would say, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to create a mindset where you're happy doing that and are you happy to make those sacrifices because if you are then all the stuff that you have to do isn't as much of a burden and isn't as much as a as a pain and and a grind it's something that you almost see as a as a as a badge of honor i mean would you rather be busy and working towards a specific musical goal or would you rather just you know play your instrument in a nice sort of fashion and no one gets to hear it you know i've got i've got a, a driving force within me that wants to succeed as best as i possibly can and that's what pushes me and hopefully my inspirational uh, chat here can push you in a similar fashion and in terms of myself running a a recording strike media studio thing it, it does. I thought you were going to say Empire then. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. You've got two studios. What do you want? Well, yeah. Oh, two different it. rooms, anyway. Uh, we've, it does. It just takes up. It ends up, I think, the easiest way that I put it. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle. And if you... It's... I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, but I already work really, really hard. I have a hard working ethic. As long as it fits in around the Xbox and the Netflix and everything else that kind of gets in the way and for me i think we're going to talk more about this in a minute is you know it's very very easy to get distracted with just mindless stuff like the internet uh which annoyingly does take up a lot of my time and i wish there was a way that i could just literally kill the internet for a few hours a day so i'm not easily distracted so I think the uh, the next thing would to uh, to think about would be are you is it possible for you to ring fence a specific time in your schedule be that on a weekly basis or on a daily basis that you can specifically devote to your music that could be maybe half an hour before you go to work or to school, college, university or wherever. Can you devote 90 minutes in the evening each and every evening? And can you segment and partition and close off and allocate and dedicate a specific time to your music in order that the other parts of your life, whether it's your partner, whether it's work, whether it might be children, can you can you can you allocate, can you get yourself organized and actually block stuff off in order that you you know you, you start to begin to create those specific time when all those external influences, all the other things that you've got going on in your life won't actually impact the thing that you want to uh, make a success on. Which is your uh, your music? I think that that's the thing for me. If you can if you can do that, if you can partition and create a you know a little bit of, of a sanctuary which is dedicated, and and if if the people around you can uh, you know 
can agree to that and, and not specifically maybe bother you or make sure that you get that time. So in other words, if I've got a specific time that's allocated but to my music, if people know not to try and take me away from my music at that specific point in time, I think that's going to be, uh, that's going to be particularly beneficial. I mean, and comments, thoughts? My thought, well, I mean, I, looking at the notes, you know, I think it is important. I mean, a lot of people are probably going to be in relationships or have children or animals or... Children both. or animals. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, both. and, yeah, so I, I do think it's, you know, obviously communicating. But it, it, it's, it, it yeah, important. very much so. And, you know, God bless my wife. She, you know, she... she puts up with a lot and she does allow me those specific times because she knows that you know I, I, I've got to get stuff done but it, you know it, it's by identifying and creating those periods and trying not to let them bleed over into the other you know you're almost you know, you, you're helping to begin to create that time I think the next point that we've got is okay well what if you're saying well at the moment in terms of my current schedule I haven't got Time, time to to create like two hours each and every evening. So what you've maybe got to do is then you've got to do some sort of um, sacrifice. Not well. Let, let's start off by going right. Do an audit first off. Okay. So you know if you've got a job, say you're working five days a week and you're getting in from uh, work at maybe six or seven o'clock until the time that you go to bed. Could be eleven. Could be midnight. What are you actually doing? in those four hours, those five hours? And is there anything that you can jettison that isn't particularly essential? So the first things that come to mind is um, spending half an hour literally going through Twitter that you've not been able to look at when you're at work. Maybe you might need to give that a miss. Uh, the Xbox, the PS4, maybe that's either got to go out the window completely or you've got to ration it and say, right, on a Sunday, that's going to be my Xbox day. That's probably going to free you some time. Everybody loves a bit of Netflix and Amazon Prime, but it may well be that you have to say to Ricky Gervais, I'm sorry, mate, I've not got time to watch uh, your brand new series oh, because I'm cracking on with my music. So you've you've literally got to do an order and go, what is important if I want to make a success of my music career and if watching uh, two hours of Netflix a night isn't important, and let's face it, it isn't going to uh, get you any closer to your music career unless you're watching a music documentary, perhaps, then, then you've got to get rid. At least the advantage with Netflix and, you know, stream on demand television is it's near enough always going to be there. So you can watch it at a later point. Anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, going back to the, uh, you used the word sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Sacrifices perhaps have to be made if you are struggling. So the next one you put is, and obviously this is, these are all kind of continuations of the, uh, of, as we go through this list, is getting organised. Something so, I sometimes struggle with, John. Yes. But again, trying to create, uh, and we'll talk about this in a little bit more data, uh, detail later, a list of specific tasks and almost creating a, a timetable of your free time in order to maximise and get the most done. So it may well be that if you're getting in at work from six, it may well be that six to eight is when you've got to uh, you know, do meals, uh, house chores, whatever else that you might need to do. And it may well be that from eight until 10 or 10.30, that's your allocated music time. And you might have 60 minutes of, uh, of chill out time and you know a little bit of Netflix or a little bit of uh, internet, a little bit of, uh, of television. And then it's bedtime. And if you've, again, 
um, talking about sacrifices, if you're finding that you've still not got enough time to, uh, to have a, a good portion or segment of music making in there, are you prepared to go to bed 60 minutes later in order rather... to create 60 minutes worth of music making each and every day? I'd rather go to bed later than get up earlier. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't mind early mornings. No, that's not for me. It's not for you. You, are, you, you have got a musician's, uh, yes. musician's psyche. But if you think about it, if you go to bed one hour later each and every night, that's going to give you seven, seven hours. hours a week, which is the equivalent of almost a full working day. And, and so so, so I've, created, I've created a day for you there. And the other thing is, I mean, ultimately, I presume most people will be commuting to work. So things like what we're talking about now, you could actually listen or watch on your way to work unless you're driving and then it would have to be listened. You can research whilst you're on your way to work. Is that someone on the way to work? That's a London number. Why? Sorry. I don't know. He's not turned his phone off. We'll keep rolling. We'll keep rolling. I'll just put it on silent. Okay. The thrill of live recording. Well, it's live as we record it. Yes. Apologies. Yes, but but again, you know, if you're if you're commuting on the, on the way to work on the train or the bus. In in that thirty minutes, sixty minutes, what you know is could you be uh, communicating with people on your socials? Could you be scheduling stuff on your socials? Could be answering your emails? Could you editing be editing video on an iPad? Ed which... Editing video on an iPad. Um, I, I know some people who you know maybe shot some gig footage over the weekend can mm -hmm. edit it with, with an iPhone. There's basically again, it's this. You, th there's a saying uh, that I often see uh, in pubs. Uh, to the staff, which says, if you've got time to lean, there's time to clean, which is more or less to say, if you're stood hanging around, member of staff, you've actually got time to do a bit of clean. And it's, it's much the same as, as a musician. If, you know, if you're literally sat there doing something as maybe, you know, passive on a bus, then you've actually got an opportunity to get your, uh, your iPad, your MacBook out, or even your phone of choice and get cracking on and doing some tasks. Again, Hard work ethic. So the next point is, and I think there are a few people I can think of that comes to mind, uh, about who seem to have more than one project on the go at the same time. And there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm entering a phase whereby, you know, I've got my main band, my main musical project, and I've got the, the potential, I've got a couple, couple of things bubbling under the radar. So how do I allocate my time? between each and all of those. And I think a good place to start is, um, I think we've mentioned this before on the, uh, on the show, the Pareto's Law, the 80-20 principle, one of those things whereby, <coughs> excuse me, you allocate 80% of your time to your main project, the, the, the thing that you, that you want to focus on, the thing that you think might give you the best attention or creates the most money or maybe even creates and gives you the most pleasure. That ring fenced at least 80% of the time and any other time, say you're 20%, that's what gets allocated to your other projects and, and take it from there. I think the way that I am, it's maybe 90 to 95% yeah. of my time is allocated mm -hmm. to my main musical project just because it is so successful and all the other projects that I have are very much at, at an embryonic stage. And it's, it's difficult for me to justify taking my eye off my main project just because it is so successful and it, it, it's very good at generating a revenue to take my eye off, off that particular ball. 
would be uh, would be difficult to me. But you know, I, I, even the, this morning as we're uh, as we're recording this, I uh, had a meeting with, uh, with with somebody. But you know, you you've just got to realise that your main project occupies the main focus at least eighty percent of your time, and just allocate whatever is left to however many other associated musical projects that you have on the go. So the next point is something uh, that you've started to do, isn't it? The art of delegation, ladies and gentlemen. Is there somebody that you could delegate who might do it for free? Heaven knows. If, if they can, then you're on a, an absolute winner. Or can you actually pay somebody to do stuff for you? And uh, for example, uh, this young man who's uh, who's to my left, your right. Um, uh, you do, you do some of my uh, my video editing and my video tasks at yes, the moment. I do. In fact, almost as soon as we finish this, I'm going to be attaching you to a hard drive and getting you to sequence some of the footage that you filmed for us on the Saturday just gone. Yep, um, we do that. We also help you with the recording from time to time as well. Indeed, indeed, he's plugging his services again, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Uh, you know, contact him for, for for rates and details. But. Is there anybody that you know that you could pay to take one or other associated tasks from you? There are people who might be able to take your social media accounts off your hands, although as a musical artist, I wouldn't recommend that personally. I know that's uh, a, a lot of businesses do that because A, they're not particularly good at social media and B, they don't necessarily have the time. But I think music and artistry and having that artist-fan relationship is so important that you couldn't, you shouldn't really delegate that to, to somebody else. But, the... but maybe you could have someone that posts and you just create the content. So that way you're still in control of the content, but you're not having to do the literally... The, the 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 tedious of of scheduling. There, your well, posts. there are there are services that that offer you suggestions for the types of things that okay. you might want to post, and that could be good. But you know, um, on places such as Fiverr.com, there are people who might um, offer to uh, help out creating uh, lyric videos, that sorts of things, and the, 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 there are virtual assistants out there who might be able to help out with things like writing press releases. That, that sort of thing, and all the other little sort of minutiae of operating a business. Maybe even, again, it could well be that, you know, if you if you happen to do your own accounts, you know, can you get a virtual bookkeeper or, or any other bookkeeper? So try and identify the tasks that you don't necessarily want to do. Is there anyone you can delegate those to to create more time for the, the good stuff? Well, you found Fiverr to be pretty good because the person doing the voiceover for our introduction sequence well he, that's that's from, a, that that's, that's from a, a dedicated jingle service i thought you did that through fiverr no that was the that was the oh, title sequence oh the titles yeah but that's what i mean i know but the voiceover was separate oh sorry my mistake ah it's all right. It's just just but an even still, conference. but yeah, still but yeah, it was delegation. you know, there are, there are there are people, and you know, there are professionals out there who'll just do those tiny little jobs, which probably take you a lot of time. And you won't take them any time whatsoever. So you know, it's a good investment. And that's the thing. I mean, ultimately, a lot of people like to do everything themselves, but if time is of a limited commodity, then maybe the time is better spent doing something else. I mean, I have seen bands who spent weeks. On an album cover and fiverr.com, and, and, and it's like they they're trying to fumble their way through a something like Photoshop, and it's just like, really, can't you just get this to someone who can do what 
you probably want in a considerably less amount of time and at a much, much better result for... Well, I mean, what is fibre? Is it... Uh, well, the, the, you know, it, it's like times five. Let's, right. let's put it that way. Okay, so, I mean, it's... it's. I suppose, it's still probably going to save you money in the long yeah. run. I mean, if you work out how much your hourly rate is and then you decide times that by the amount of time you fumbled your way through something, that's basically what it's cost you to do that. And maybe that's not as good value as you first thought. Mm, so yeah. using an ex uh, external service might be a better idea. So, Sheldon, strategies. Strategies. You need a to-do list. I'm hoping everybody who's watching this, if they don't have a to-do list already, they will have one by the end of uh, at the end of this particular show. And it could just be, in its simplest form, whatever note-taking app you have on your phone, have uh, segmented. What have you got to do today? What have you got to do maybe by the end of the week? Maybe what have you got to do or what do you plan to do in the future? And that way, Everything that all these tasks that need to be executed, they're right in front of your face every time you pick up the phone and you can just chip away at it and you don't lose sight of the stuff that needs to be done in the next 24, you know, 24 hours. If you want to take the next step up, you can allocate uh, specific time periods and uh, completion dates by sticking it in your Google Calendar. That's not going to cost you anything and won't necessarily uh, befuddle you uh, too much. Um, if you want to go the next step up from that, you can use services which are, I think, free at a very basic level. Project management services such as Wonderlist.com. We'll, we'll stick these in the show notes. And Trello.com. And uh, we use Wonderlist at the uh, the place where I work, which is a, an events promotion company. And from um, an artist being booked... Um, at, at the point of trying to put a show on sale right through to the end, which might be four or five months' time, we map out all the individual steps that need to be taken. We, we have a particular completion date for those particular events and for those particular tasks. Um, when I go into work every morning, I'll uh, load up Wonderlist, and each and every day it will give me a list of things that I have to do today. And uh, it just helps me manage my tasks in a work environment and it can work the same for you and again th those will be free on a, on, a, on a basic level as far as I'm aware and that can just keep you up to date so you just don't stuff and it'll just keep you know help you keep on top of things from my side of things what we offer our members is like a monthly tune-up session which is where we sit down with the artists or the band and kind of work out a strategy for them to use their monthly studio allowance. So that way it gives them things to do at home, things to do in the studio, and it's kind of like a, a glorified to-do list. But it helps keep people, you know, going through and not the blank canvas syndrome where you don't know where to start with an idea. We kind of will work with them based on their needs, and our members have found that to be very helpful. Yeah. So if if you know if you are in a band, maybe have a a monthly reflection point, whereby you can reflect back over the past month. That you know, have you done all the things that you said you were going to do? Maybe make a um, another list of all the stuff that you intend to do over the next four weeks, so that by the, the time you have your next band meeting in a month's time, you can uh, check to see whether uh, you've actually completed all the things you said you were going to. You like to swap from task to task, don't you, Sean? I'm, um, I, I think we decided, am I, am I a flitter? Flitterer? I, yes, you flitter. And in order to avoid um, burnout, I don't know whether it's just because I have a, a, a very low attention span, 
at my advancing years. I'm one of these people, over the course of maybe 90 minutes, two hours, I will maybe do 30 minutes of Photoshop, and then I will maybe jump onto my DAW of choice, maybe 30 minutes there, and I'll spend 30 minutes doing my socials, and then I might spend 30 minutes doing another associated task, maybe video editing, and it may well be that projects don't get completed as quickly as they might do, but I tend to find that if I'm doing lots of different things over a course of one of my sessions, it helps me stay fresh and it helps me avoid burnout because if I spend two hours doing full video editing, by the end of it, I'm sick of not only video editing, I'm sick of everything else and I just basically want to pack it all up and go in. So at least if I'm, I'm kept amused and entertained as I worked by doing different tasks, that's how things stay fresh for me and that's how I can generally work for just that little bit longer. For our members, we don't tend to do recording sessions longer than four hours in one go because people burn out. The you know I want to capture uh, people at their best and you know flogging a singer to death just because that's your only option at other studios because you paid for a day i don't find is very conducive so you know having shorter sessions where people can come in and just nail stuff out and be enthused and energetic and they you know they're not they're not tired and fatigued i think is a better way of doing things as yeah well. so that's probably roundabout uh, it for the uh, the topic of uh, getting stuff done have you got any um, any tactics. methods, tactics that have, uh, you found worked for yourself? Stick them in the comments below. If there's anything you'd like to talk to, uh, ask us to uh, to rabbit on about in a, in a future session, whether it's to do with marketing your music or any other aspect of being a DIY musician, uh, by all means, ask us a question in the comments below, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it in a uh, in a future episode. But thanks very much for paying attention, watching and viewing. Uh, By the way, you, you, have, you have spent a period of time when you've uh, not actually been doing your music, so I'm going to tell you off for that. But, it, uh, you know, it's an investment. Yes, Think of that. very much so. But anyway, oh. thanks very much. We'll see you next time. Take care. Ta-da.